Ladies and gentlemen, it's another episode of Indiana Drive with Caleb Zuber. Today I have someone who listens to this show every time a new podcast drops. Um, He's been with me on all my other podcast adventures as well. And it was something that we talked about for a long time, having him come on and uh, just cut it up in front of the mic with each other about all the happenings in the sports world. It's someone who is who has a deep passion for sports and who loves sharing it with other people, wants to get other people in on his love for all of it. And I think you see that unfold throughout this episode today. And we have another episode dropping with this. And I want to warn... As Bella barks in the background, I want to warn everybody, allergy season is here, and uh, I don't know if you can tell, I'm not taking it the best, so it's 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 whooping me, it's whooping my behind, I'm sniffling, I'm blowing my nose, so if that bothers people, I'm really sorry, there's not much I can do about that, but it's just what's going on right now, so... Uh, this is a really good episode. I had a lot of fun with, with uh, Matthew, um, and he was really happy to do it. So shout out to him, and uh, enjoy this one. Welcome into another episode of Indiana Drive with Caleb Zuver. I'm your host, Caleb Zuver, doing one last show here before I head off to college for my sophomore year. I have a friend of the show and a longtime wanted guest here sitting across from me in the sunroom here at my house. Matthew Clark is in the building. Finally getting him on the podcast, Clarky, as we like to call him around here. How you doing, buddy? Good. It's been good. Had my uh, first day of uh, school today, and uh, it, it went pretty well, so that was good. Tell the audience who you saw first thing in the morning that just brightened up eh, your day. I got, I got welcomed by uh, Betsy Zuber at the uh, entrance, so uh, that was pretty cool. Yep. Is there any better way to start your first day of school nope. than seeing Betsy Zuber in the hallway helping you to show you where first period is? It couldn't It couldn't get much better than that. So. <laughs> I, I See, I got you to laugh first, and that was our bet to be made. I got you to laugh yep. first there. Yeah. Uh, Clarky, so just for the audience that does not know much about you, just kind of introduce yourself. Tell them a little bit about yourself and what your story is. I'm a uh, sophomore, and I go to Brian. I, I uh, announce for uh, Garver Little League Baseball, so that's fun. Looking to uh, jump into uh, high school next year and hopefully take it farther. So so you and I kind of share a same passion for watching and playing and announcing sports. So you, you and I kind of get each other in that sense. And we all we obviously off air have a lot of discussions about our teams, and you know yeah. we trash talk a lot. But we're really gonna sit down uh, in this first segment, and we're really gonna hammer home 
some of uh, your favorite teams and what your outlooks are for them uh, this year. So let's start with our common team here. We're both Tigers fans. Yeah. And I got to I got to say Clarky like it's been really fun for me as a fan. Like I, I for a couple years there I was kind of disengaged from the team because they weren't very good and they were hard to watch sometimes. But this year it really feels like they're turning a corner for the future. And let's start with just the team this year that's in the MLB. We'll get to the young guys coming up later, but what what are your have your thoughts been? Watching this team over the course of the season, um, I it's it's been pretty fun on the uh, offensive side. Uh, a a Badu, a uh, Rule Five pick, comes up and just and and just lights everybody up. The Twins and the Indians, and then John J- Jonathan Scope has been a uh, big power bat for us. So is uh, Eric Koss. And then adding adding uh, Robbie Grossman, that was that was re- really good. So hopefully we can do uh, something with the uh, three hundred mil this uh, off season. So right, that's the big thing because then you look at our farm system. You have Riley Green, you have Spencer Torkelson, and you you got to help me with the last guy's Ra- name. <laughs> Ryan Creedler. Creedler. Okay, that, and then we I, also that's what I got. Remember. Guys in Double A like Dylan Dangler, J- J- Jackson Job, uh, mm-hmm. that guy that went in the uh, Nordis trade, Race Olson. Yeah. So so we have those guys coming up, and like you said, we have that cap space this off season. So when you have that kind of combination of those things coming into one off season, this upcoming off season is going to be big for the Detroit Tigers. But talk a little bit about the guys coming up and what you're hoping to see from Torkelson and Green and those guys. Uh, it was pretty cool last night to uh, see them playing in uh, Mod Hens uniforms. Creedler went uh, deep his uh, first game, so that was pretty cool. Cool. Uh, Green had a uh, couple of walks, and Torkelson had a uh, big sack fly. So that was, that was pretty fun to watch. Hopefully they'll they'll uh, at at least be on our uh, big league bench next year. So I would like to see even Clark. I don't know what you think of this. I would like to see them kind of just get some uh, get some run here towards the end of the year. If the Tigers, you know, if we finish at five hundred, I would cannot center that a uh, yeah. good season for us. So. Yeah, but I would I would like to see some of the young guys. You know, two weeks left in the year. If it's possible, I don't know what the rules are for that, but just say like, hey, like Torkelson, come come play a couple games, get some experience going to next year, something like that. W- yeah. w- would you would you like to see some of those guys yeah. play a couple games before I, the year ends? I th- think I would, maybe Sep uh, Timber, but our uh, outfield depth is struggling right mm-hmm. now. So yeah, for sure. And so let's move to probably the sport that you and I talk about the most, and that's basketball, and. You know, the NBA offseason is, in my opinion, the best offseason in all of sports. It's full of drama, full of storylines. And it was a big offseason for the Warriors this year, coming off a year where they made the play-in tournament but couldn't get into the postseason. And now Steph Curry gets signed to an extension, and you have two draft picks in Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. And they just came off Summer League, and they had a nice showing there where they made some really good plays, had really good games. So talk a little bit about Summer League first, Clark, for the Warriors, what it means for the Warriors. And then talk about how they can translate to this year and how they can help the team this year and how 
kind of just the big picture for the Warriors going into this year with Clay back. You got Steph ready to go again. We got Draymond. Draymond's and there. And Wiseman's healthy. So. so what are your expectations for this year coming off what you saw in Summer League? So we uh, finished two and uh, three, played the uh, Lakers last night, but – I think we could have played better. That game kind of uh, blew it. We uh, had the uh, lead all game. I mean, it's, it's got to be rough being a uh, Lakers fan watching uh, their uh, summer league when your uh, offense is run by uh, duh, uh, Vontae Kaycock. That's uh, got to be pretty bad. But as well, is, there, is there any reason you're dissing on the Lakers right now? Please explain. Um one of my good friends, shout out to uh, Ethan Spradlin. He'll probably watch this, but he's a uh, big Lakers guy. And I told him that uh, Westbrook is is a uh, good fit for him. And I said that uh, that that I'm ex- that uh, that I'm e- excited to watch. So, but on Kaminga uh, and uh, Moody, it's been a uh, joy watching Kaminga. Uh, Ka- uh, he's just such a uh, good fun to, uh, mental basket b- basketball player. Hey, uh, another guy's uh, Kyle Guy. Out I of Virginia. S- I still uh, hate him for that uh, three that uh, he drained in our face mm-hmm. in, in that preseason game hey, uh, a couple years ago. But he's really came out uh, long and uh, shot the uh, three ball well. So Interesting stuff. And we'll obviously talk about more, more about the Warriors as the season comes. But let's move to the Lions. Big off season, all all three teams really big off seasons because you got one coming up for the Tigers. You had one with the Warriors, and the Lions had one too, where they hired a new general manager in Brad Holmes. They hired a new coach in Dan Campbell, and they had a new they have a new quarterback now. Traded away Stafford, and now it's Jared Goff. But before we get into to him, explain what our bet is for our teams in the NFL this upcoming year. Okay, so uh, me and uh, Caleb have a uh, bet that uh, if the uh, Lions have a better record at the end of the regular season versus the Colts having a better record if the uh, Lions do, I would uh, have to uh, buy him a uh, four for four from If uh, the Colts when, have a better record, no, you would have to Colts buy If the Colts have a better right. record, I would, I would have to buy him a uh, four for four from Wendy's versus if the Lions do, then he would have to. So Right, and I'll be waiting for that four for four around somewhere in the first week of January. And so we'll see if uh, Carson Wentz is uh, – healthy or not and we'll see if he's not even healthy it still won't matter you know why because the lines are just that bad but let's yeah. talk about him let's get into why you disagree with me here so jared goff your thoughts you said you liked the trade when it first happened do you still feel that way um yeah it really ha- helped us going through the uh years with uh matthew stafford weren't i uh, pretty so i'm glad to uh, try out jared goff he's a uh, vet with a uh, lot of uh, experience our uh, wide receiving core could could definitely be uh better but right i i am excited to uh see what uh golf can do you guys have one of the best offensive lines in the league in my opinion now you're right receiver is a weakness i think also pass rusher that's kind of a weakness your defense is getting a little better on the back end but to me it feels like there's still excuse me Still some work to do on the defensive end of things, but talk about Dan Campbell because he has had a lot of hoopla surrounding him with his, you know, cliche sayings and his, you know, really acting like a football man kind of guy. They call him Man Campbell instead of Dan Campbell. 
So your thoughts on your new coach, and, and do you think this is going to work out long-term? It, may, it could work out in the short-term because he's a very passionate, fiery guy. Do you think he's the type of coach that can stick around for, you know, 10 years or so? Yeah, I think uh, I think he'll be good. He's got plenty of experience. He uh, used to uh, be uh, one of the uh, Saints coaches, so he's got a, a lot of experience of uh, winning football, and uh, I think that uh, it'll be good if uh, we can finish the uh, season like ten and seven or or nine and eight. I'd be pretty good with that. Looking at our schedule, it's fairly easy, so. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Matthew individually. We're going to get into week one high school football picks. We'll explain later. And then obviously we're going to finish up with this or that. Stay tuned. This is what this podcast is about. It's about getting a deeper look into these people and their affection and love for sports. So let's go to you. You you watch everything. You watch NASCAR. You watch football. You watch baseball. You watch basketball. I mean, you love just being around sports. You'll go to any event. You support Bryan High School sports with all your heart. And I, I think... My first question to start off this discussion, it's pretty broad, but where did all this start for you? How did you get into this, and what keeps you going with it? Uh, if I'm going to be honest, how, how, how I got into it was uh, growing up with uh, my dad. He was a very... Uh, he was very into sports. Like he wasn't into like every sport. He's mainly a uh, football and a uh, baseball guy, but he's a big Tigers guy. He's a big Tom uh, Brady guy. So that's what got me going. And like into 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 like Brian sports. I I didn't really get into sporting events that uh, much until I got the uh, opportunity from uh, Ryan Miller to uh, do Garver. So or actually it it was originally Jake. Jason Brown, but it carried over to uh, Ryan Miller, so it it's really been fun over there. So like you you go to all the high school basketball games and you keep score for those games on I don't even know what that what is that app called uh, Score Stream Score Stream yeah and so you do that and you go you go to all the football games you go you mean you go to all the baseball games so like. What drives you to do that, and what drives you to you know tweet out scores about you know Brian versus Napoleon yeah. or Bri- like what what do you love so much about that? Uh, I just love going in and and uh, watching them all play. Uh, it's it's really been fun. Just I just love watching basketball and football, and we couldn't ask for a better athletic directors either to. Uh, run the uh, shows because they're uh, both very kind and it's just been so fun. I I enjoy like the kind of competitiveness, especially I uh, miss 
when the uh, basketball gyms are packed and the football stadiums are packed and the uh, cheering sections are going at it. It's just always fun. So, And you get to sit right behind the bench and watch every second of it because yep. for the audience who doesn't know, when I played basketball, um, my senior year, the kid sitting across from me right now would not stop bothering me before the game, during the game, after the game, was always running up to me clapping just wanted to tell me what the Ottawa Glandor versus Lima Shawnee score was. I mean, you you keep track of all that stuff, Clark, and it, you're so infatuated with it. It's so cool to see. But where do you want to take all this? Because here you are, and you've had these great opportunities. You're probably going to continue to get these opportunities around here. Is that something you want to keep doing around here? Yeah, I, I would love to go into a high school next year. I think... I think I will within these uh, next couple years, but I'm but I'm just waiting patiently for the uh, opportunity. I want to go to uh, college to uh, do uh, this too, but uh-huh. we'll see. Yeah, you're gonna have plenty of opportunities here, I think, because people know that you study up on everything. Um, but let's talk a little bit about something that happened this uh, summer or late last spring. You got to when when the Bryan High School team played at. Uh, fifth third field for uh, one of their baseball games where the mud hens play you got the opportunity to be on the pa for brian and what was that experience like talk a little bit about that because that had to be like once in a lifetime stuff it was just awesome i got to uh go and meet the uh scoreboard guy and i got to go and uh talk to the uh mud hens broadcasters and the uh guy from the uh other teams so it was just like so much fun and just seeing like a big picture of a fifth third field it was it was just awesome so yeah and it was cool to be there and hear you can you give us a call right now so Quinn Brown's up to bat can you can you muster up a call right now that will bring on number number nine, Quinn Brown. That's exactly what it's like. You st- you still got it, even after a couple couple weeks off. I love it. Uh, so let's get into kind of what we we're talking about. Uh, our week one high school picks. Explain. So this is something that you've done for uh, some other friends that we have. Explain to the audience what all this is going to entail. We're just uh, doing our high school picks as a uh, friendly competition. It'll be me, Dylan, Carter, and Caleb. So that'll be fun. And I just really enjoyed doing it with the NFL, the NBA, the uh, high school basketball, and the uh, high school football. Before we get into this, I want to just make sure I get this out of the way. Um, Can you say, I forget, what were the standings of our uh, high school tournament basketball picks that we did during the spring, do you remember? I, I'm because pretty sure I won, and then I'm pretty sure you got second, and Sprad got third. So I thought Carter was in it too. Carter was. He uh, he actually got last. It was me, you, Sprad, and Carter. So I would like to put this out to the audience listening right now. So all four. So we did D- Division One through four uh, tournament picks when it got to the district. All four of my champions lost in the first or second round of this of the um, regional. Yeah, and I was pretty much done for. I still mustered up a second place finish, so I don't think I'm that bad at this. It was embarrassing at the time, but I still got to be second. So yeah, I'm just saying 
it's definitely his idea one bracket that I could have been more helpful. Yeah, so. who'd I pick? St. Ed's to win it all, and they yeah. lost in the first yep. regional semifinal. Ah, jeez. Um, so you, you lead the show here. You you can go for each game. I'll give my pick, and you give yours. You already have your picks written down, so just you can say the game, and then I'll I'll go ahead. Okay, so uh, we'll start off with the uh, Thursday night game. Good old uh, River uh, Rock rivalry between Napoleon and Defiance. Um, can I ask you, did they play last year? I can't remember yes, if they, they did. Still, because I got to tell you. It, it was like week 10. Yeah, and th- there's just something about the Thursday night opener. And I'm not even from one of those two schools, but I love it. It's it's very nostalgic because you always knew that Napoleon and Defiance were going to kick the high school football season off. So it's great to have it back in this week one slot. Um, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm going on a hunch for all these. I know nothing that Clark does about these teams. I'm going to go with Defiance. That was that was actually my pick too. I'm uh, kind of regretting it after Napoleon just. Uh, Trounced us in a uh, scr- scr- scrimmage, but I, next I, uh, game. Uh, we'll uh, we'll actually speaking of Brian, we'll go to uh, Van Van Wert and Brian here and Brian. I'll so. take Brian by a hundred. <laughs> okay, well I actually took Van uh, Wert here. by a million. Excuse me. I actually took Van uh, Wert here. They got they uh, did not lose anybody from their offensive or their defensive lines, but they uh, lost all of their special team guys. So Brian, football team, you hear this? Clarky's picking against you. That'll play this podcast in the locker room before the game, and you ain't losing. You're winning by a million. Hey, you you always know what what I told Coach uh, Redhead last year. I uh, always rooted a uh, against him. And, wow, uh, and uh, it uh actually worked so. oh my goodness and then uh and then we we uh, ended up losing one of the uh later season games and then he did not want me uh doing it anymore so i just started rooting for us so it uh worked for uh most of the year a little reverse psychology yep next game so everybody loves the uh, little uh eight man for but uh, oh ball. there is nothing like eight v eight did Dan Danbury and uh striker over in striker. Oh striker. Home field advantage. Yep, that's that was my pick too. This one's actually gonna be tough because it's two uh teams that uh were 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 uh, not as good last year as I had picked them to be. My uh Pillar and Antwerp. Antwerp. I think that's a good pick. They got uh seventeen of their starters back, I think, so um, but the good old Eden Edgerton rivalry. Oh, uh, like there's nothing like the red. What is it? River I, Rock rivalry. Yeah, there is nothing like Eden versus Edgerton. I mean, this this is a game passed down through generations. If you ask me, uh, I'm gonna side with Edgerton here. I, I think I am too. Uh, Eden and Eden's got their uh, stud of a quarterback over there, Gallahue. Yep, but. I think that uh, I think that uh, Edgerton will uh, find uh, something like they always do to uh, pull it out of the they'll water. Muster, so. They'll muster up something. They always got a trick up their sleeve. Them bulldogs. Uh, next one. This is this is actually two uh, really good teams, Wasion and Fairview. 
Oh, there is what trophy do they play for? I don't know, but Fairview, they are they are like a uh, brand new foot right. foot football team this year. They don't they don't got any of their starters back at all, and they got a uh, brand new head coach. That's why I'll take Wasion by fifty. Okay, I took Fairview. Wow, and, I, and he uh, baits actually, me to take Wasion with his information before just to set <laughs> me up for failure. And I uh, actually, Dylan and Carter did not like this. They're uh, they're always telling me how Fairview is going to be so bad this year, and I'm just and 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 I'm willing to uh, take a uh, risk in these picks. So good for you. Next game, uh, Patrick Henry and Hicksville. Oh, man, this is tough. The Aces versus the Patriots. Uh, You know, because I can't decide who would win in a fight, an Ace or a Patriot. And I'm going to go with the Patriots. I'll go Patrick Henry. Yeah, I'm going to take Patrick Henry, too. I think it's going to be like a a a one-point game, though. It's going to be a really good game over in Hicksville. So this uh, next one is tough because... Liberty Center is going to be good, but uh, so is uh, Nora. So. Uh, I'm going to side with my NWAL-friendly uh, school, LC. I think I took Liberty Center. or Originally, I took in t- uh, Nora, but I gave it some, fo- some uh, thought and took at, uh, Liberty Center. So. I have until Friday to change these picks, right? Until Thursday. Go because the... Yeah, River Rock rivalry. My bad. And then uh, Ayersville and uh, Delta. Probably the most irrelevant game that is on this schedule. Even more irrelevant than the eight v eight. I don't mean to rip both of the schools, but come on. I, you know, I'll take Delta just because I want to see him win. I'm gonna take Delta, and I actually have them picked to have a better record than uh, Brian does this year. You they, hear that, Brian? Play they, again. Play this episode in your locker room before Week One, before the Delta game, before every league game. They they uh, actually have they have like their whole starting on offense and defense back. They they uh, did not lose a lot, and they were a uh, five hundred team last year. So I think they could be a uh, threat in the uh, NWO uh, uh, OAL. So. Next one is Swanton and going. Rossford. We're still going. How many more do we have left? Four. Four left? After this, yeah. So let, let's get it going here. Swanton and Rossford. We'll go rapid fire for these last four. Okay. I'm going to take Swanton. I'm going to take Rossford. Uh, we got Holgate and Toledo Christian. They got another eight man. Ooh, love 8v8, man. I, I need really am looking forward to this one. I'll take Holgate. I'll take Toledo uh, Christian. I think that's a risk, but I'll go with it. We got North uh, Baltimore or Evergreen. 8v8 or no? No. Oh, then I don't care. Uh, I'll take Evergreen. I'll take North Baltimore. And then this game actually got changed, like, last minute. I think they changed it on, like, last Tuesday. It's supposed to be Hilltop and St. Mary. But they're actually playing at the Toledo uh, Rockets field on a playing at the Glass Bowl. Yeah, on a wow. Saturday at two. Wow, it'll a little be Saturday high school football in the Glass Bowl. Yep, it'll be Jackson Milton, who was state ranked last year, versus Hilltop. So, uh, I'll take Jackson Milton probably. I w- 
I will too. Okay. So there are your week one high school football picks. Love doing that. Uh, now we're gonna move into to wrap up this uh, part of the episode. We are going to do this or that. I only got one this or that question for you, Matthew. But I think it's a really, really good one. And you have no idea what I'm about to ask you. But this is really, really good. Okay, you ready? Name your top five Luke Combs songs. Or, okay, or rank uh, among us in the friend group in terms of how good we are at Fortnite. I'll do the yeah. Fortnite one. Oh, controversy is going to spark. Okay, so I think it's I think it's I think Dylan is definitely the best out of us. And then it goes me, and then it goes you, and then Dom, and then Carter. Where does Ev Forcox land in all that controversy? Yeah, he's a, he's at the bottom. All, all he does is just camp on the side of the map. So Now, if we were ranking in terms of how many times someone rage quits, you'd still be you'd be actually number one, right? Yeah, and Dylan I, I, would be second. We'd flip flop yeah. those positions. Dylan almost broke his uh, T T T V, so I don't think anything could uh, get out uh, worse than that. But you almost broke all of our faces multiple times because you were uh, so upset with Fortnite. So I I don't know yeah. which one's worse, the T V or all our faces. But yeah. Clarky, it was an, it was a pleasure having you on. You were always energetic. You love talking about this stuff. So thanks for thanks for being on, bud. I hope you had a lot of fun. Yep, I I did. It it was on uh, my pleasure, and uh, thank you for ha- having me on. We'll see you next time on Indiana Drive. Peace.